Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on August 7th, 2020. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. This is what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and of course with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you? Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Kelly. I'm, I'm very well. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. What's not to love? Yeah. <laughs> Jackie is very well. That's a good day. Good morning and happy <laughs> Friday, everybody. Happy, happy Friday, Friday. Happy Friday. Kelly, I have the to tell you is- something. I was I was I was in your neck of the woods last night. I was in your neck of the woods last night. We went to dinner at Manhattan House. Oh, mm. very nice. I have not been there in a while. How was that? It was excellent. They have their parking lot all outfitted, you know, with you know tables, chairs, covers, you know, astroturf. They got they got a cute little bar set up with wine barrels and uh, very nice. Uh, it was a lovely, lovely evening. And um, the reason we went, they have a new uh, pizza oven. They have a new pizza oven, Kelly. You have to go. So do tell, <laughs> what kind of pizza did you have? Well, um, we, you know, they had, I think they had about half a dozen different pizzas, but JB and I, being New Yorkers, you know, we like to consider ourselves pizza aficionados. Um, <laughs> we wanted to, we stick with the basic. We did the margarita pizza. We had a nice big Caesar salad and a margarita pizza, and we split it, and it was perfect. And then we had dessert. Then we had dessert. <laughs> you want to hear about the dessert? Uh, that yeah. dessert should go first. In my mind, dessert goes first. So, yes, please. Yes, you're absolutely right. I should have started with dessert. We had olive oil cake. I don't oh, know if yeah. you've ever had olive oil cake. Yes, olive oil cake, which is an Italian, you know, traditional Italian dessert. Uh, berries and whipped cream. O M G. Very good. Very good. <laughs> no, no wonder Jackie's so happy this morning. She had a feast <laughs> yeah. last night. Oh my god! Hey, pizza and a salad. Okay. Pizza and a salad and a little dessert doesn't get much better than that. You know, simple pleasures. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, that sounds and delicious. Then, and then, by, by the way, after that, you know, we drove through downtown MB, right? Packed. Yep. The dining tents were just packed. Packed. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I love all of the outdoor dining in the South Bay. It we are just, you know, smashing it, everybody, with our outdoor dining decks. They look fabulous. We have so many great restaurants in Manhattan Beach and the entire South Bay. And I agree, the weather, you know, is, is nice. People are out and enjoying. And it's just really, um, there's a definite buzz and an energy, um, bar none, you know, when, you, when yes. you cruise through those areas. So that's, it's nice to hear. And I, and I love that you, um, you know, hit Manhattan House a little bit off the beaten path, just, you know, out of downtown, just up the road. So that's nice, too. Um, I, you know, that, you know, that, that restaurant's wonderful. 
you know something? We we don't go out to eat a lot. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we never have. I mean, you know, because I cook, you know, five nights a week normally. But um, in this time, we have been making an effort. But but we've been we've been mostly getting takeout or delivery. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just you know, we're just playing it safe. We're just playing it safe. You know, um, yeah. and 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 so we've been we've been spreading the wealth. You know, it's like instead of going. You know, to that same place you go for takeout all the time. We've been we've been hitting up different places in different areas that, you know, we just don't get to as often as you know we might normally. So so we've been we've been moving around. We've been we've been going places. I was I, I was at Gaetano's in Torrance the other day. You know, I've just been going out and checking it out. Good. I'm. Uh, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for spreading the wealth, and thank you for driving all the way up to Manhattan Beach. Oh my God, I'm proud, I'm proud of you. Proud of you. <laughs> what a what, what a slog. <laughs> um, okay, so last week I gave you guys a, I gave everybody a little task to do before today. Do you happen to remember what that was? Oh, I had a couple glasses of wine last night. I, I had a couple glasses of wine last night. Don't ask me. <laughs> oh, now, now, now she admits it after yeah, after the cake and everything else. Mm-hmm. The pizza. Oh, now we had wine. I forgot. Um, I, for, I forgot. I forgot. It's a given. You're Italian, and you like food. <laughs> um, okay, um, clean out your closets and make way for shopping. Today shopping is the now. beginning. Oh. Of the summer sale in downtown Manhattan Beach, 75 stores, all sorts of good things. Some of it will be on the sidewalk. Some of it will be inside, just depending on how each business interprets, you know, and their comfort level with the COVID-19 guidelines. But everybody has, you know, a lot on sale. I, when I was driving in this morning, I already saw some little pop-up tents going out. There's yeah, like little kind of like trunk shows outside. And um, just a reminder, the summer sidewalk sale starts in downtown Manhattan Beach. This morning, 10 a.m. goes through the weekend. So come on down and shop and then take advantage of all those wonderful outdoor dining decks. Uh, maybe stop, refuel with a, you know, mimosa, Bloody Mary, and then go shop some more and then come back and have a meal. Um, you can make a whole day out of it. Um, but I do want to warn I, people. I, I did take your advice. I did take your advice, Kelly. Last weekend, I went and I cleaned out my closets. I did do that. Good, good girl. Yeah, you get. To, yeah, yeah, you get to go the head of the class. Excellent. You're a good student. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so Manhattan Beach changed their parking meters this week. So anybody listening, I just the, the street meters. Um, now cost a little bit more money, and they are one hour in, particularly downtown, um, instead of two hours. So I encourage you for coming down to shop and dine, park in one of the parking lots, which has longer term parking. So anybody you know who's used to kind of zipping up and parking on the street, um, you can still do that, but you can only park there for an hour. So what? Why? Um, why is that? Why is that? Well, you know what? Without all the outdoor dining decks, um, there's been something. Uh, there's several. I, I forget the number. It's something like 62 parking spaces or something that have been taken up. And um, you know, and the people who come down and go to the beach sometimes park at those meters, and they try to come back up and fill the meter a little bit. And so they really want that uh, parking to be for the shopping, the dining, you know, and all the other services. Right. Uh, Long term, just go to the lot. Um, you're everybody's welcome, but just you know, they're trying to cultivate um, that parking just a little faster you know so okay so that's right. it um yes yeah, so sidewalk sale and then i know i mentioned last week we were on the verge of getting a lot of outdoor fitness um going in manhattan beach and very happy to say our friends from yoga loft uh, justin and greg were the first ones to move outside and they are offering classes yoga classes both at Pollywog Park in the amphitheater and at Bruce's Beach. If you go to their um, uh, website, yogalockmb.com, and you can see all the different times and locations. And they're, they're still do, also doing their virtual classes. So, um, but it was so fun to see the pictures. I haven't done it yet, but uh, people kind of on the staggered layer of Bruce's Beach Park. 
and doing yoga there. Just just a wonderful view. And and then today, Rocket Body Pilates, which has a couple locations in the South Bay, but they have one here in Manhattan Beach. They are starting like Matt Pilates. Um, also um, at Pollywog Park and Bruce's Beach. So um, Parks and Rec, the city um, of Manhattan Beach, Parks and Rec has done a wonderful job working with all these um, small kind of boutique fitness facilities and private trainers, scheduling all of them in and out of all the parks um, so that no one's overlapping. And, um, you know, just remind everybody, you still have to follow all the safety protocol, wear a mask, and, you know, they spread everybody six feet apart. Um, no congregating and, you know, hanging out in big groups before or after. Um, but it's a wonderful uh, way to, that we've kind of, you know, rebooted with the businesses, getting them outdoor. And, um, you know, it, the weather's gorgeous, so take advantage of it. And also rocketbodypilates.com, you can see their schedule also. So um, big news, you know, and uh, just part of the ever-changing world that we are in and will be in. So, you, 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 hey, Kelly, Kelly, you yeah. do realize nobody, nobody's ever going to want to go back indoors after this, right? Uh, I think that's true for uh, yeah. dining and exercise yep. and everything. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm hoping, you know, I, I, I don't usually do this, but I, I really am hoping for a dry, very mild winter. Uh, not that we have snow here, but, you know, not a lot of rain and that these businesses right. can all continue to function outside until this pandemic is um, is over because, you know, if we have a wet winter, it's going to be really difficult. So let's just pray for kind of a very mild, somewhat dry. If there's ever a need for a drought, maybe it is right now. Um, you know, this yeah. year. And then next year it can rain all at once. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. we, we need to have a mild winter. So anyways, um, that's kind of what I have. Let's see. Today at 10 a.m., uh, Fusion Academy is having a virtual open house. Um, if you're looking for an alternative to um, learning, a different learning style, um, Fusion Academy has a wonderful um, program for all different learning levels and grades, and they are hosting um, a virtual open house at ten, from 10 to 11 a.m., so you can kind of check out what they're all about. Um, their website is Fusion South Bay. Dot com. You can go there and learn more about that today or just, you know, if you have any questions, you can always contact them and, and ask about alternative learning methods. Um, and then let's see, yesterday we had a really cool Chamber Power Hour, talked about branding and what branding like versus marketing is. That was really fun with Laura Miserick from Graphic Element. I think we've had Laura on the show before. She, it was really mm-hmm. a fantastic um, show. Kind of all the blunders and mistakes that we all make. And then we have a kind of a really, um, I'm going to call it a really cool uh, Zoom seminar coming up. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little bit off the beaten path, but we're going to be talking trash, gas, and electricity. And, you know, people go, what, Kelly, have you lost your mind? And the answer is no, I have not. But um, we have a couple different um, utility changes going on in Manhattan Beach and a new contract with waste management. Um, They uh, have been our uh, trash and recycling um, provider, you know, for years and have a new contract. And the rates have gone up, not necessarily because of them, but because of the, you know, the global change in recycling practices. And they have a whole new billing method. Instead of going to the city, it goes through them. And they're also offering other services that weren't offered before. So then we have um, SoCal Gas has a lot to talk about, and so does Edison. So um, utilities might sound mundane, but we actually have some really cool information we're going to be sharing. That's on August 12th at 9 a.m. Again, you can go to the Manhattan Beach Chambers website and sign up there. So that's what's coming up. I'll do more about that next week. But I am really excited about our speakers today because they've been uh, very generously giving their time uh, for a workshop with Manhattan Beach um, Chamber members free. Normally, uh, they travel the world doing these lifter leadership workshops. And um, elevating leaders, you know, and people to the next level, and um, they're offering it for free with the chamber. We are we just completed week two yesterday. 
next week we'll be in week three and graduate. But I asked them to be on the show because they have so much to share. Um, they're wonderful. They're residents of Manhattan Beach. And um, um, get ready for a little breathing and duck breath Ooh. and to be lifted. They're a lot of fun. Oh, Ooh. Wow. well, Joe, shall wow. we get to it? Jackie, I'm so excited. Uh, Jackie, who are our guests today? Okay, our guests this morning are Dr. Eliza Montcastle-Shaw and Perez Shaw, residents of Manhattan Beach and co-founders of Lifter Leadership, a global leadership, engagement, mindfulness, and loyalty training company. Now, Dr. Eliza has a Ph.D. from Harvard and postdoctoral degree from John Hopkins University and has developed special expertise in organizational behavior, productive reasoning, cross-cultural and intergenerational communications, and worker engagement. Now, Paresh holds an MBA from Harvard and has served as a professor of business, innovation, and entrepreneurship in several MBA programs. Now, as advisors, coaches, and trainers to global CEOs and executives and local Manhattan Beach business owners themselves, the founders of Lifter Leadership have offered to serve a local community by sharing their cutting-edge thought leadership fellow members of the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce to be lifter leaders. Now, this morning, we're going to learn about the benefits of lifter leadership and what it can do for your business. Dr. Eliza Paresh, welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. We're really happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Paresh, and and thank you, Dr. Eliza. We are awed by your... Uh, your resume, Dr. Eliza, it is, it is truly amazing. Um, it's taken in four parts. The last part is amazing. The last of the four parts is, is most impressive. A mother to four children, a rescue dog, and a rescue cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little bit about the overall, the sort of the, the, the global view of lifter leadership. How can, uh, how do you contribute and, and how do other people uh, contribute? So um, when we speak of a lifter, I guess um, to start with the, the definition of what a lifter is, it's an everyday evolved leader who uplifts their coworkers, customers, community, and company on purpose. And, Mm. um, you know, sort of the first word and the last two words are very, very, very important because it's the everyday on purpose part. And and how how does a person do that? There are people who are naturals, who are kind of uh, exemplars, um, and we've studied them for years. And there Mm -hmm. are a number of techniques that we share with people um, in corporate settings that help them to um, really have those grounding skills to choose to be uplifting on purpose uh, in real time rather than, say, the alternatives, <laughs> which we're all, we're all <laughs> familiar with, even, even within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just uh, am amazed by uh, the breadth of experience uh, on your team at uh, – liftersrising.com, lifters, plural, rising.com. Um, Paresh, when you think of the, the need today, it's, there, there is the global pandemic. There is the, you know, the national uh, um, um, conversation on race that has reached a peak this year here in America. And then, we have one of the greatest cities on earth suffering what, what could only be described as, as a singular uh, event with, with Beirut. What, what can be said about today and the challenges of leadership today, Paresh? Uh, thank you, Joe. Well, uh, there are so many challenges that the leaders that we're working with um, or even the ones that we're not working with are facing the three main words that we hear time and time again as we're coaching our executives and doing workshops on Zoom now is uh, confusion, uh, 
disconnection and overwhelm. And that is a result of the dynamics you described, Joe, uh, globally in terms of um, division and, um, uh, you know, within their core companies, people are not um, in their normal uh, way of doing things, and it's really disruptive. And so what we uh, are um, advocates of and offering is something we started many years ago before uh, the pandemic, and what we have noticed is that the pandemic has only accelerated a global trend, which we picked up on several years ago. Uh, and that trend, uh, which we are in the midst of, is a trend away from a way of leading that many of us were trained in, which was very much around dominance. Uh, transacting with customers, uh, a command and control uh, type of leadership uh, that was oriented around, you know, hunting for customers, uh, targeting them, capturing them, uh, and, you know, the, the, the uh, segmenting. You know, do you want to be segmented so that we can analyze you? And so that whole consciousness of sort of warrior and hunter victim uh, and uh, an aspect of scarcity uh, has been a prevalent model globally in terms of how we lead as civic leaders, as political leaders, as, as business leaders. And that started shifting many years ago. And, you know, over, the, over time, there's different ways of leading, different ways of managing. I remember total quality was a big thing when I was in business school. And so we started seeing a shift and the development of a whole new way of thinking as a whole new world was being created. And that shift was a shift from this dominant kind of hunting, um, power-driven way of leading, uh, which does not motivate mm-hmm. workers, especially today's younger workers, uh, into uh, a model that's more evolved and that um, uh, has an underpinning in purpose, positivity, compassion, creativity, and cooperation and co-creation amongst your teams, amongst your stakeholders, etc. And so um, what we've seen is that with, lift, with, with the advent of the pandemic and many of the disruptions that you described, Joe, uh, that mm. trend has accelerated dramatically where people are realizing it's about service. It's about helping one another. It's about pay it forward. And, you know, you all talk about on your show, you know, live, love, laugh, leave a legacy, passion and purpose are some of the words I heard earlier. These are all, uh, they mm-hmm. have resonance with us in terms of this model. And what's beautiful is uh, that leading in this new way that leaders are now being forced to, to do uh, can lead to, 10.5 times performance as a business relative to your peers, 10 times better. Uh, so there's a bottom line uh, uh, output to this because your workers are more motivated and engaged. They actually care and show up with all of who they are. Uh, your customers mm-hmm. trust you in this new way uh, and you have loyalty. You're able to innovate solutions or your, your, your frontline workers know exactly how to delight a customer who might have been you know, really angry. There's a lot of anger in the atmosphere and, and they know how to kind of jujitsu that using some of our techniques where that customer becomes a raving Yelp fan and it just creates corporate well-being uh, you know, within your organization. So um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of disruption happening for sure. And to some extent, I describe it kind of like a major chiropractic um, adjustment that's happening on the planet. And we're all going to be better, uh, but there's a little noise, a little <laughs> noisy right now. Right, right. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's such a big idea. Um, it, it has to be broken up into pieces. Um, and I love your website because it gives a very – uh, well, first of all, there's the initial image, which I I think is magical. It's it's an image of the shadow of a plane on the ocean, and what a, what a metaphor for uh, flying and for for lifting um, the shadow of a plane on the ocean. It's really uh, quite interesting and and evocative. And then. So lifter mindsets, 
serve, listen, show, act. Serve, listen, show, act. Uh, Dr. Eliza, do you want to take this? Um, serve up, listen up, show up, and act up. Take us yeah, through Yeah, you got it. You got it. Okay, so um, the lifter, uh, what we call it is the lifter dynamo. A dynamo is, a, is an energy machine. And um, when uh, Paresh was talking about this shift really from the command and control to the um, purpose, positivity, and cooperativity. Well, it, it, you know, and Kelly was talking, I believe, a moment ago about someone having been in to speak um, earlier in the week about branding. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it all goes together. I think a lot of the pieces have been there. We, what, we, what we bring to people is the, the remembrance of what they have already experienced as highly effective, highly motivating leadership. Um, when, when someone has that service orientation, um, so it's not, it's not coming from a, uh, a standpoint of, of being in opposition to um, one's uh, you know, supervisor or one's employee or, you know, if you take it to the personal level um, in, in any relationship, um, it, you move from being in opposition to being together towards a purpose. And so that's that's hmm. the first shift. Is it's 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 from from a hunting kind of a uh, we, we we say the hunt is over is is kind of the subtitle of that shift. And then we also say game on. So if the hunt is over, what's the new game? And that's what the rest of lifter leadership is about. The new game involves a number one, learning to listen and to listen in four ways to listen deeply to oneself. And, and that really means some form of mindfulness practice that's regular. And that's, that's again, where it gets to that question of know, know yourself. Know yourself in silence. Learn to listen to the insights that come when the thinking mind, which really is a lot about um, protection of, of oneself and, and maximizing the future or recollecting the past and forecasting. So, so not, not forgetting or abandoning the thinking mind, but moving down into other centers of, of knowledge and, um, you know, the, the emotional knowing that we have in our hearts and the, the kind of intuitive knowing we have in our guts and bringing all of that into service. Um, so that's, that's the, the, the listening in silence part. And then there's three other kinds of listening. There's embodied listening when we move out of the, the silence and stillness into action in our daily lives and becoming aware and attuned to the kinds of sensations we feel in our body. You know, maybe I, I begin to clench my teeth when I'm interacting with a certain person or I, I stiffen up in my haunches when a topic is raised. And, or I, I feel tingles in my skin when something is really, really affirmative. Um, Beginning to, to, to develop an awareness and a kind of a glossary of our own embodied knowledge, which we get all the time. And I think a lot of the institutions of our, say the last, we'll just say the last 150 years, have very much um, suppressed and dulled our um, awareness of, of what our bodies tell us about um, what's going on and what the possibilities are in any given moment. So that's the second one. We've got listening in silence and embodied listening. Then there's listening to others. And, you know, there's lots of places you can go to to learn about how to listen in an open way to others. And we, we cover that in our training, as well as the final one, which is speaking into the listening of others. And that is really while speaking, while exchanging, while sharing and in any conversation, having an awareness of what the other person has come to that conversation wanting, needing to know, what they're hoping to achieve, and how it is that you can draw upon your own, you know, everything, experience in life, and just land that right um, analogy. And again, that's relying on your gut, you know, and your intuition. How do you... 
you know, the right words will come to your tongue to make the connection if what's first and foremost is the connection with that person to whom you're speaking. So those are the four types of listening in Listen Up. Um, and then there's show up and act up. And I think um, maybe I've spoken a while uh, <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I check into uh, <laughs> my, own, my own speaking into all of your listening. And I think I'd like to toss the final <laughs> two mind shifts over to Parash, if, if that's okay, Joe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Eliza. So, yes, yeah, so like the four agreements, uh, which some of you may be familiar with, uh, there's the four minds. Mm-hmm. So serve up. The hunt is over. There's a new game. Uh, listen up, as Eliza just shared. The third mind shift that we teach leaders, and when we say leaders, it doesn't need to be a formal title. It doesn't need to be necessarily uh, the C-suite that we would work with. It can be call center reps, frontline workers, etc. Anyone can be a leader. A student can be a leader. Kelly is a leader in so many ways, not just formally as a civic leader. Uh, she is a leader in her family. She is a leader um, in, in just so many ways. Uh, so show up is the third lifter mind shift. And we call it a mind shift rather than a mindset because there's a flow, there's a dynamic happening on the planet right now. We need to get into that slipstream and shift the way we think. And so it's a mind shift that's ever evolving. So serve up, listen up, show up is the third one. And when we say show up as the third mind shift, uh, what we mean is show up with all of who you are. And we train uh, our clients to bring that out in their talent, in their teams, to show up with everything that they're about rather than pigeonhole workers uh, into, oh, you're uh, a friendly person, so let's put you in sales. Oh, you're an analytical person. Let's put you in the back office. Oh, you're a process person. Let's stick you in operations. What this new world is that is being created right now uh, sees that by taking the whole of who you are and your, who your teams are and allowing people to be self-expressed around their passions, around you know, who they are within their job, uh, you'll get way more out of them and they'll show, up, they'll show up with everything that they have to delight your customers and create an atmosphere that's uplifting. So the third mm. mind shift is show up and it means ride your yes ands. So I... Uh, I am a a business leader, uh, and I love business. It's one of my sports is, is, you know, I love winning. Um, And I am a uh, a yoga mindfulness meditation instructor. Um, So, yes, I'm a business uh, trainer, and I'm a mindfulness yoga uh, teacher, and I play electric guitar, 80s rock and roll, don't get me started or we'll never stop this, uh, this radio conversation. Uh, so, and I'm a musician, and I'm a dad, and I'm now a surfer now that I live in Manhattan Beach. And so the question is, how do you bring all of who you are being a contribution in the world? And so it's that third mind shift, show up. And when you uh, cultivate an ability to have your teams show up with their passions even if they have a job that's the greatest job, one of the workshops which uh, Eliza heads up uh, is called uh, Love Your Job, Like It or Not. And how do you, how do you create uh, a way that, let's say someone is a barista in a coffee shop and part-time they might be a poet or a songwriter. Uh, well, you can encourage that person maybe to write a little poem on the chalkboard that inspires your customers. And that brings their yes ands into service, and they show up with more of who they are, and they're recognized for that. So that is the third show-up mind shift. Um, I'd love to get uh, – Kelly, what are some of your other show-ups? Your yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> um, I – well, I'm a mother and a leader mm. and – um, a shower singer, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I'm not a rock. I'm not a rock star like you, um, uh, Paresh. Um, I'm a connector. Um, For sure. I, I, you know, I, I am. A, I like to inspire, and I do think I'm a really good listener because I think that's one of my, you know, superpowers 
is listening and connecting because you can't really connect effectively unless you listen effectively. You know, I take pride in my connections and saying, hey, you need to meet this person and this person needs to meet you you because. So those are some of mine. Did I pass? How does that sound? That sounds great. And you see how that all shows shows up in the way you lift your community, lift your company, your organization, you lift those around you because you, you write your blog pieces, you listen, you connect. And so you're bringing all of who you are into service. And, and so that's show up. You ride your yes and. And the, the fourth lifter of mind shift is act up. How do you take purposeful action, boots on the ground, and really make a difference. And so uh, that, those are the four mind shifts. And we have very specific, learnable, teachable, practicable skills that your organization can learn. And we teach you know, organizations that have tens of thousands of employees or even small businesses. And we're, we have a mix of them in the um, workshops that we're partnering with Manhattan Ch- uh, to deliver to our local community. And it's, it's such a joy to see these uh, leaders come together and you know uh, share, discover. Because part of what's happening, the way I describe it is this: the pandemic is really forcing a lot of people to take their etch a sketch of their life, of their business, and put it over their head and shake it, and go, you know what? We need to start this all over again <clears throat> in a fresh way. There's too much clutter. There's just too much stuff going on. And so what this model is allowing many businesses to do, especially leaders who feel so disconnected from their workers, you know, they, sometimes they'd have off-sites and they would party together and do karaoke and have thought leadership mm-hmm. and share best practices and celebrate their successes. And that's such an essential part of being a human and in a company to get that vibe going, and that's been lost. And so part of uh, what we've uh, pivoted ourselves in our Etch-A-Sketch um, is how do we create that in a Zoom experience? And our team, uh, you know, not just Eliza and I, our entire team has really come together with this really exciting um, Zoom workshop offsite. We call it the Insight um, energy flowing again. That connection between people. Uh, that that um, you know you get beyond the distraction that people are, are experiencing and that disconnection. So those are the four lifter mind shift shifts. Uh, Joe, Jackie, and Kelly, serve yeah. up what you yeah. all are doing through this, these kinds of uh, sharing uh, on your radio program. Uh, listen up. You guys are great listeners. And by listening right, you bring the right message out from the speaker. Show up with writing your yes ands and those of your team members. And then act up, taking purposeful action that actually makes a difference for your coworkers, for your customers, for your community, and ultimately for your company. Um, wow. Press and Elijah, <laughs> I just adore you. You guys are so amazing, and uh, you, you truly are a breath of fresh air during, you know, always, but th- during this crazy time and helping us all kind of, you know, adapt um, and shift the way we think. There's been so many times in the last five months where, you know, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, I feel uncomfortable. Like, I don't like this or whatever it is at the moment, you know. And it's not always with business. It can be at home or whatever, you know. And, and you can either – I look at it as you can either say stuck in the, I don't like this, uh, you know, I'm going to fight this, I, it doesn't feel comfortable, and I'm, I'm mad or depressed or whatever, or you can figure out, right, how to take control and shift your mindset and, and turn it into a positive. And I know we talked a little bit, you know, about that yesterday, too, turning, you know, the negative into the positive, but um, so needed in all this. Um, Jackie, you have been extraordinarily quiet. Are you still there? I, yes, I am here, and I'm listening to everything, and I'm taking notes. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I, yes, yes, and I'm a note taker. I, I do that. You know, I, I am too. I, I, so there's something funny for me about uh, actually writing everything down, um, and I remember it much better. And I think it's actionable. Uh, Eliza, you can probably speak to this. There's probably some, you know, mental connectivity between writing something down and it registering, you know, differently in your brain or in your conscious or whatever it is. But um, right. I, I, I have I can, so many Kelly. 
Yeah, I I can actually because it's it's back again to two things that we've already spoken about. It's the it's the yes and. So it's um, using multiple ways in for the information. You know, bringing in through multiple channels within yourself, and also that embodiment. You know, the act of actually writing something down um, causes it to be um, remembered in um, a different and and very much more powerful way. Um, Because remembering is really, um, I think the the Jewish tradition speaks of this, that remembering is really, all all learning is remembering, because it's about putting ourselves back together, putting the pieces of ourselves that we left along the way when we thought we were learning about how the world works, reuniting, Mm. you know, going back to that kind of unity consciousness is what all learning is in the end. Um, I want to shift, if I may, just for a minute, I want to shift a teeny bit because, um, you know, and and Jackie and Joe, you don't have the benefit right now of visually seeing Paresh and Eliza, but um, they are quite a team and and just, gosh, learned so much. But I have kind of a burning question that I've never asked you guys, and I, I, I want to know how you met. And was it you know at Harvard Business School? Was it somewhere else? And like who lifted who? How how did that go? Because you're both so amazing, you know, personalities. I mean, I, I, take us just give us a little personal. Go let's go back a little bit to kind of you know the beginning of Paresh and Eliza and lifting. Who's gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Correct. Do you, do you want to go? Uh, I'm being called on. Okay. Well, yeah. Eliza and I have known each other uh, for 39 years. We just celebrated our 32nd uh, wedding anniversary two weeks ago. Um, oh, congratulations. So getting... Wow, how exciting. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's great. It's, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm uh, the most blessed uh, dude out there, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um Getting back to our yes ands, kind of, I'm going to tie this back to the yes ands. Um, when I was in 10th grade, I um, uh, was competing in um, kind of speech and debate and, um, you know, prose, you know, all these Lincoln-Douglas debates and Model United Nations and things like that that our kids do at Maricosta. So I was involved in some uh, basically speech contests and, uh, when I was in high school. And so I went to the speech contest. Uh, uh, and you know, frankly, it was it was my my buddy got my buddy Mike got me into it. Uh, and the primary reason for going to the speech contest was not to become a great orator or public speaker, which I am now. Uh, again, it gets back to your yes and and how do you bring your talents into service? Uh, no, it was pretty much to mm-hmm. meet girls. He's like, dude, if you do this speech contest, you're going to meet some great girls. I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. I'll figure out how to be. I'll figure out how to be a speaker. I mean, whatever you got to do, right? In ten. <laughs> so, um, so I uh, had the gift and uh, to be a speaker, and, uh, uh, um, and so I went to these contests. And there was one that um, I went to, and one of the judges that they had asked to come and judge the contest was uh, a um, a former alumni of the uh, Catholic high school that I went to. And on that day, he brought his little sister along. And she happened to be Eliza. Yay! And, but then the story gets better. Eliza, you pick it up from there. So I, so I was like, oh, wow, she's cute. But all the guys were, like, drooling all over the hallways of the floor about, oh, my God, Eliza Mountcastle's here. Eliza Mountcastle's here. And I was new to this school, and I was like, wow, this one's totally out of my league, which most were not, but she was, like, beyond the out of your league. So I was like, you know what? Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, and I kind of moved on because uh, I didn't want to go down in flames. And there was a lot of um, uh, hunter mindset around Eliza uh, back then. So I just kind of went on my way and uh, went, moved on. And then the spring went by and the summer went by. Um, and then, Eliza. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You have to let me interject here now. You know, because oh. at the end. Speak in my herd here. So at the end of the day, there, you know, with all the hunters around and whatnot, um, 
I was riding home with my brother, and I said to him, Indians are nice. <laughs> Categorically, you know, all, all of them are nice. And right. that, was, that was sort right. of my take-home message from that event. And um, so he first stood out. Um, to me, and um, yeah, it, and I think it was actually. I, I haven't quite heard you tell that. I usually take the first part of the story, but so I got to hear him tell mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, that it was. There is something very attractive about someone who's um, um, holding their own space in a dignified way, and and he stood out, you know. So he was he was being that um, kind of gathered person that. Um, that a person is for whatever his reasons were, whether he thought it was out of his week, but he wasn't, you know, going for it in that tense kind of hunter way. Anyway. So, um, so I went to an all girls Catholic school. He went to sort of the brother school, the, the all boys Catholic school. And um, what I did when I went back to school was found a faculty advisor and formed a speech club. <laughs> at my school so that yeah. me and all of my friends could go to these contests. And, of course, I told them that they were, you know, going to meet guys. And um, and we all <laughs> brushed up. And our our team, our high school team over the course of the next three years became like that club. It was, it was actually called Forensics at the time, but um, became like the, the gem of, um, you know, one of the, the gemstones of our school's uh, recruitment policy because um, it, it just had a kind of a, a real, um, I don't know, kind of a pulsating energy to it. And, and the, the students in it just got it. They got how to convey. They got how to connect with people and, I think, really speak into people's listening. And um, so it goes back to the very beginning. And this is when we were, you know, just 15 years old. So, hmm. yeah. <laughs> you, you were high school so sweethearts. You were high school sweethearts. We were high school yep, sweethearts. Yeah, yep. we still are. So then she showed up at a dance. Then she showed up at a dance, and um, the 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 uh, crowd parted, and I was dancing. We're probably dancing to like B fifty twos or you know something back then that was punk, and uh, and there she yes, was. Stairway and to and heaven. Like, stairway to heaven. Exactly. And we ended up being in school plays, school plays together, um, The Elephant Man, Romeo and Juliet, Guys and Dolls. And so I bring this back what? around to um, performance. Like back then, performance and, you know, speech, debate, acting, and I was in a band, was really part of who I was. And then I became very left-brained, very thinking brain, as Eliza spoke to earlier, very practical, you know, logical, that, that, you know, when I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful, magical, then they sent me away to become practical. And what we found was that by bringing our yes and back into service over the past couple of decades, um, this aspect of being able to speak, uh, I'm a public speaker, being able to act, like Eliza and I now have this amazing experience we've created on Zoom where we can engage people all over the world. We just did this Zoom conference in Hong Kong with 400 HR executives uh, on Zoom, and we were able to keep their attention when, you know, normally people are on Facebook under the table or, you know, they're just bored mm-hmm. to tears. So we're able to bring our gifts into service to help uplift uh, others. So it's such a joy. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's how it started. Girls. Wow. Basically, I wanted to meet girls. Right. <laughs> That's you how know, it Paresh, normally guys join a band to meet girls. You took a slightly different route. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a band, that. too, Thank- as a backup plan. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I, uh, I, I I love it, and I can hear your giggle still. I bet you were giggling when you were in tenth grade, and and you're still giggling. So, cheers well, to giggling. You, know, you think, guys are right. awesome. When I think about Manhattan Beach, um, of all the places we've lived, and we've lived in many, um, there is a feel here in this town, in the South Bay in general, but especially you know right in the center, Manhattan Hermosa. Um, people have a way of figuring out what they're going to need to bring into service to keep living here. You know, what, 
what can you do <laughs> yep. in advance? You know, what do I have? You know, what, what are my skills? What right. do people need? And how, what can I create? And this is central right. to lift relationship. It's a kind of ingenuity that comes from, okay, what do I have? What do people need? And what, what right. can I create? And you, you have just time. Where else do you go? That you run into somebody and they're like, yeah, I grew up in the tree section or, yeah, you know, I um, I live in the sun section now. I grew up, you know, in, in Liberty Village. But they, people find a way. And um, so there's something very, very special about where we live. And, um, of course, it's got the, the, the natural uh, elements of, of the, the, the surf, the sand, and the sun. And, and <laughs> yes, and it has some other um less material qualities that are that are really special and and that's why we're so happy to to be talking with you and 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 living here and working here yeah eliza i just have to i just have to tell you that and or i could even have i could have joe tell you that we've heard this we've heard Mm -hmm. this story hundreds of times before people Mm -hmm. come to the south bay whether to visit a friend or to try a new restaurant or something and it gets it gets inside them, and they figure out a way, and they move here. And once mm-hmm. they move here, they don't want to have to work on the west side or downtown mm-hmm. Orange mm-hmm. County. They mm-hmm. fig- they figure out a way to to be here. And there is there's something definitely in the water, because mm-hmm. Joe and I have been doing doing the show. We're going on ten mm-hmm. years, and we hear right. this wow. same thing all the time. So and it's it's interesting because right. while I was listening to you go through the the steps act up and listen up and stuff I I, I was thinking boy what they're doing has got to be a lot easier here in the South Bay than it would any place else because it is different here. Uh, and I'm sure they I'm sh- I, I, I would bet my bottom dollar that you you've noticed that that people are more open to different ideas that people are uh, ready, willing, and able to try something else. Um, do you, do you, do either of Absolutely. you have either noticed that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it doesn't take us Absolutely. as long to explain. I think it doesn't take us as long mm-hmm. to explain. Um, but I will say, and I will say that um, the world over, uh, once people. Uh, are brought to the point of recognizing having seen it happen, because lifters have been around forever. You know, they've, they've been they've been civic leaders, they've been um, you know inventive entrepreneurs forever. But it just used to be the special ones, um, and everyone mm-hmm. has known or heard of uh, you know a coach or a teacher or a, a nurse or a doctor or or you know maybe a mayor who was that kind of a person who created that kind of atmosphere. So I think I think the world over, people recognize it and they appreciate what we give them is the, the vocabulary, the vernacular, and we show them the pattern. And then it's just natural to to want to be and to as as you said, you know, figure out a way how to be. Um, and so we, we're looking at um, at bringing that you know to the rest. But it, you're right, it is it is a blessing to be based here, where we're not swimming upstream. Listen, can I, I we only we only have five minutes left. I just wanted to ask something. How did you come about this idea that that you started researching and, and studying what what and what has ended up what you're doing now? How what did you did, was there an aha moment? Was there somewhere where you're like this person? You, you came across somebody and you saw these qualities in them, and you wanted to know how they got to where they were. How just and as I said, we just have five minutes left. Can you just give us a brief overview of how you went down this path? Gosh, I'm going to give that to you. Sure. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I think the short version, uh, Jackie, is that uh, so you know we've been involved in. We are working with companies for the past 20, 30 years uh, since um, I, you know, got my MBA, um, helping clients drive performance. There's always, you know, sort of the new way for businesses to, you know, get the most out of their people and innovate, et cetera, and these are different trends over time. And the, I guess the aha-ish moment was uh, about eight, 
nine years ago, I got really deeply into yoga, meditation, mindfulness, consciousness, um, and uh, found that there's this whole new world out there around, you know, compassion and you know, sort of law of attraction and what you put out there and purpose. And for me, um, reconciling that thinker, hunter, you know, let's go target customers and segment them. And clients were hiring us around that. And then in the other, in my yoga studio, you know, I'm about the power of kindness and compassion and listening and, and connection. And uh, I was trying to find a way to reconcile the two different worlds I was living in. And what I saw in our research was that these things were melding together. And really what's happening, Joe, Jackie, um, Kelly, is that we're in the fourth wave of revolution. Uh, uh, the first wave was the agricultural revolution 10,000 years ago, uh, where we could feed each other uh, and we could finally eat like we could never eat before, so people could do other things. The second wave uh, was the industrial revolution, where we could you know, take things, make things, move things, move ideas, move people, and the people who got that that was happening became the, the rulers of the world, the rock stars, Rockefeller, Vanderbilt, Carnegie. The third wave uh, was the information revolution that we've all seen evolve in front of our eyes. Uh, and again, the people who saw that something was happening that was different um, you know, created a whole new world, and they run the world now, Google, Facebook, Apple. We're now in the fourth wave, the fourth revolution of humanity, and this is a revolution of consciousness, consciousness, compassion, caring, purpose, co-creation, and lifters are the new rock stars. Just like the, the nerds and the geeks were the ones, I'm an engineer by training, were the ones who really created the information revolution and got it that mm -hmm. something was happening and they leaned into it and moved into that slipstream. Lifters, like each of you, Joe, you are, Jackie, you are, Kelly, you are, uh, lifters get it and lifters understand that by applying these four mind shifts, serve up, listen up, show up, and act up within their organizations, whether it's a small business, a civic organization, or, you know, we work with multi companies that want to bring this to, you know, their, their uh, front-end mind workers, they're the ones who are creating this whole new world. And Eliza talks about it being a natural remembrance of these principles. We just package it. There's no new truth, really. No new truth has, ever, has really been created in the years. Everyone's waiting for the new norm, the new normal, the new normal, the new normal. What uh, we recommend to everyone and your listeners is don't wait for the new normal. It's not coming. The world's evolving too fast. Instead, let's return to the new natural, our natural way of being as humans, kind, compassionate, caring, putting others before us, loving, knowing that there's abundance for everyone. There's not a scarcity mindset and allowing people to show up with all of who they are in service. That's the new natural that our principles are, are um, helping people with. And it brings a sense of peace to the leaders that we are serving and to their people that there's a model that works uh, rather than waiting for that old model to come back. It's not coming back. Hmm. Well, good show. Um, it, but by the way, Joe, I totally <laughs> forgot. I to I was listening so intently. I totally forgot about the station break. But uh, I know okay. I, it was that's great. Okay. Though. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, listen. Um, give us some contact information, website, uh, whatever you want to give us, phone numbers, emails, whatever, whatever you want to give us. Press Dr. Eliza. Yeah. So um, website is www.liftersrising. As Joe said, that's plural. Liftersrising. Dot yeah. com. And um, our phone number, you can reach us at 404-536-4575. That's, that's my number direct. Um, and uh, with, um, you know, speak here, listen, um, all of that, and uh, co-create. And also they, yeah. people can contact you through Kelly uh, at the chamber, um, Kelly will be able to put you in touch as well. Uh, Joe, we got to wrap oh, this yeah. up. No doubt. Yes. Fantastic, Doctor Eliza. At our web, on our website, yes, liftersrising.com. You're all, you're all lifters. Lifters are rising. On our website, we've got some papers there. We have a TEDx talk. So uh, grab some wine, 
watch the TEDx talk where we talk about being a lifter and celebrate you as a lifter. Just toast to yourself every time you go, yeah, I'm a lifter at liftersrising.com. <laughs> Thank you so much. Paresh and Dr. Eliza Shaw, thank you so much for being part of the South Bay. Thank you. Our pleasure. <laughs> Our pleasure. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Kelly. Jackie, <clears throat> Kelly, is this one great place to live? We already knew that. We already knew that. We knew that. Yeah. I'll yes. double we down that. on that. It's a great place to live and work. Yes. 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 Welcome, everyone, yes. to your weekend. The weekend's coming. Uh, Jackie, Kelly, any any last thoughts? I'm ready for the weekend to start. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm ready All to right. be a lifter. Paresh and Eliza, thank you so much for your time and joining us this morning. No worries. Keep lifting. All right. Keep lifting. That reminds me of... Uh, Keep swimming. Keep swimming. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.